Should I have a theme song for this? No, I'm not going to do that. That's too much work. Welcome back. Here we are. Wait, is this the intro? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Anyway, uh, LinkedIn Logs, episode two. Uh, my journey to becoming a linked influencer, as I've dubbed it. My name is Chad White. I'm your host. Uh, this is on the uh, imprint C plus comedy, <laughs> the website portfolio that Chad has, uh, which is me. I'm me. Uh, listen, I thought that I could get a job like that uh, as soon as I was laid off from one job, and then I was laid off from another job. I thought, I thought, hey, jobs are easy to get. They're not. And people need to understand that. Um, I am here to show, Jesus, I just realized how low this audio has been. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've been, again, as the kids say, on my grind applying to uh, upwards of hundreds of jobs. Some I'm qualified for, some I'm not qualified for. Uh, the the timer's off the side. I have to keep track of where I am in relation to how I'm doing this. And you know what? I'm sick of applying to jobs. I'm so friggin' PO'd. From now on, I'm going to put all of my energy towards being a, uh, a, a linked influencer. What do I call it? Yeah, linked influencer. <laughs> From this point forward and the way that an influencer starts and begins uh, is with uh, insincere posts on their social platforms that make them seem sincere and this is that first post episode two linkedin logs if you listen to the first one i don't care if you did i don't care still And what am I going to do with this, uh, technically the second episode, but I'm going to call it the first because I don't know what I was doing the first time. Happy Black History Month, by the way. <laughs> just, I just realized that. I am going to tell my story. I just kicked the desk. I'm going to tell my story about my journey inside this industry we call showbiz. Here we go. Do I start at the beginning or do I start with the latest position? Oh, let's start at the beginning. You know, I was thinking we should be able, I always see people uh, uh, subtweet as the only way I know it uh, uh, or passive aggressively talk about a previous employer. We should be able to talk poorly about previous employers because, uh, you know, you go on Glassdoor, which is another episode that I'll do. Oh, you go on Glassdoor and you see, oh, this this job has been, or this company's been rated uh, a seven. Or what, what do they do out of stars? I think they do out of stars. Let me double check that. I don't have Glassdoor saved under my, uh, whatchamacallit, favorites. I have to go there now. Okay, so you see companies are really, yeah, they're rated, they're rated out of stars. And uh, one company's got 3.8. I won't say which one, but I have worked there. <laughs> That's a little low for them. Um, and another company has 4.3 uh, stars. For one thing, I don't like it when movies and TV shows are rated out of stars. And uh, I just I just think it's all uh, objective and how your experience is. 
But I think we should be able to talk about how bad a company is or how good a company is. If we can talk about how good a company is, we should be able to talk about how bad one is too. Case in point, I will not be talking about what jobs I hated the most. Uh, 11 Alive. And <laughs> uh, Bounce TV. Um, scripts. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, there, there are jobs I really love. Uh, Warner, Warner Media, Warner Bros. Discovery, that was a great job. And then there are other ones I hated. And I'm not going to mention those companies, EW Scripts, uh, <laughs> because that would be rude. <laughs> it would be rude to do so, 11 Alive. And um, <laughs> so let's continue. Let's talk about the very first things. Let's start at the beginning. When I, when I, when I decided I was a child, uh, when I wanted to be... Um, a, uh, a why I decided I want to be a writer, and I didn't know what writing was. I thought uh, books and TV shows and movies were all the same, um, and so I wrote a book. I wrote two books when I was a kid, and I was just describing this to somebody. It's about uh, a bunch of young kids teaming up with a bunch of old women to save the world. It's not very good. In 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 fact, I remember in fourth grade. <laughs> I showed the not fourth grade, uh, sixth, yes, yeah, sixth grade. I showed the the book to a teacher, to an English teacher, and uh, she uh, roasted me for it. Not a joke. It's a very serious thing. Just destroyed me. I remember one thing she said. She because first of all, she's the one who told me to bring them in. But I remember one thing she said. She said I never heard of a book. Again, I wrote this maybe a year prior, two years prior at most. Uh, but she said, I've never heard of a book that was 30 pages long, handwritten by a child. She made me cry. I'll show her Miss Wentworth. <laughs> I think that was her name. Any Hoosers, because I can see her face right now. Wrote a book, also wrote, uh, 400 plus comics, um, and uh, and I stopped those a long time ago, but I do I still do love the, those comics. Now I'll start with my first job. This this job came, oh, Jesus, my sophomore or junior year, according to uh, my resume. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. My junior sophomore year. Excuse me, <laughs> I wasn't in school for more than four years. I finished on time, baby. <laughs> I was I was in in college for marketing my first semester and then I said I saw I saw how many math classes I would have to take and I went no nah, thank you why do they make you take math like I shouldn't have to take statistics I don't don't say statistics is statistics is easy statistics is easy it's not easy it's not it's hard I'm bad at math I'm just bad so just look at my bank account it's a joke I tell to um let's say a hundred people <laughs> per week. Okay. And I, I changed it to writing and that was easy enough. Just go to a counselor be like, Hey, want to change it? They're like, you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, baby, I sure don't want to do this. I call everybody, baby. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it's the first job. I was writing for a web 
Okay, the company, this is very hard to explain. The company sold phone books to elderly people based in Chattanooga where I went to school. Companies sold a phone book to to older people, to companies that still, for some reason, use the phone book. This is 2013 to 2015. The company existed prior to 2013. So at some point they were thriving and then at one point they were just getting by. I know they're getting by because they only pay me eight dollars an hour. So it was this. No, no, no. I think it was like ten. Um, but this is one. I had like five jobs in college, and I'll get to that at some point. God forbid I get longer freaking LinkedIn logs. But the but the job entailed like they were okay. So another part of the business was they had uh, two guys working to build websites for companies. So okay, so they would sell the phone books. But they would also make the phone books. So they would make the yellow pages and they would make the websites for these companies. It was essentially marketing that uh, uh, that the companies would like. They would also be inside the phone books. So it was it was that that's how the job was. Um, and I was writing content for those websites. I hate the word content. You'll never hear me say that often. Uh, and for so that job was Green Pages Interactive. The company doesn't exist anymore. Um, and I just called myself a senior editor. Senior editor making ten bucks an hour, <laughs> where I would just write news stuff for their platforms. Uh, I wrote, <laughs> I don't know, I probably shouldn't tell the story. One time, I wrote a story that was very, it was just, it was mostly jokes. It was very funny for a website, and <laughs> people got so mad because it was, it was, a, it was a lot of, it was a lot of dark jokes. But uh, uh, and I, and that's as far as I'll get into that. But that was a job. I did that for two years, and it was uh, it was good. It was fun. It was out of the city, actually. I think yeah, because it was it wasn't Chattanooga, but it was like you know I was when I was living on campus. I had to drive like twenty minutes away sometimes. <laughs> anyway, and I was also a marketing associate for uh, our gym, our our uh, the Aquatic Recreation Center at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. For their uh, intramural program, I would I would help out uh, for produce some videos for them, write some videos, directed the videos. So I did it. I wrote, directed, and produced the videos. No big deal. <laughs> the most talented person there is. <laughs> My next job after that, I graduated. So about uh, picture this: graduated college, lived at home. Had zero dollars to mind. I had I, I went from having five jobs to no jobs. Oh, actually, prior to that, I was on a dating show on the very network that I would work uh, their local news on. I was on a dating show. It was uh, three days of work, and I was paid handsomely, baby. It was paid handsomely. See, I call everybody baby. <laughs> For Eleven Alive, I was hired to work on their help desk. And that was an interesting position because it required me to uh, talk to the morons who <laughs> call in news stories. <laughs> I I just saw a tractor on highway on highway nine. It was making a wrong turn. I'm kidding. But eventually they were redoing the newsroom, like right when I got there. 
and the help desk, which was, uh, in, <laughs> it was so stupid because it was like up against a wall and it was higher than everybody. And it was like, I would say like two feet higher than everybody. So you'd be like sitting up here and then people like come up and like try to talk to you. You're like looking down at them. Kind of like how, uh, like a, a librarian in a New York uh, a public library would sit. I assume I've never been in New York. No one's ever paid me enough so I could travel, uh, which is very true. And uh, even when I had full-time benefits, I never had like full-time job at benefits. I was never paid enough to be able to travel. Uh, so I, I, I was, they were sitting up like this. And it was like three seats up there. And you would work next to a person who basically uh, you guys would just – I don't know, direct uh, uh, reporters to where to go for stories and everything and, and be like the liaison for producers and stuff. Eventually, my position was eliminated because when they redid the newsroom, there was, I'm not kidding, not a seat for me at the table. That is, <laughs> it sounds like, that's like uh, when people are like, oh, I'd have a seat at the table. There was not a seat for me at this table. Uh, so I took it upon myself for the following year uh, to become a digital producer, write things for, which I was already technically doing, but I was right. I just, I decided yeah, I'm going to, I mean, you know, no one's ever said anything. So I'm going to start writing things for the, uh, 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 digital side. I started asking for broadcast stuff. Uh, and let me tell you about local news. Nobody wants to help you unless you went to their college, UGA in uh, this example, nobody wants to help you. It's very true. And, uh, and, and and then eventually I was I just became the Swiss Army knife of a person, uh, uh, volunteering to work on uh, holidays, which I was glad to do, um, uh, overnights for holidays and all that stuff. Uh, and uh, they would eventually lay me off, and I hate them forever. Um, but <laughs> I did help out <laughs> with some specials. For uh, for broadcasts, uh, things that you know would eventually go and win, I guess news Emmy awards, uh, which don't count. They're not Emmys. <laughs> it takes it takes eight news Emmys to equal uh, uh, four sports Emmys to equal um, uh, two daytime Emmys, which equals one regular uh, primetime Emmy. That's the math. That I didn't I didn't set the rules. Anyway, but before and also before Eleven Alive, I didn't just leave college and then have a job like ninety nine point nine percent of people on LinkedIn. And it's really funny. I see people on LinkedIn. I see children complain about not having jobs after you graduate college. And uh, I I see it on next door too. Like people are like, I got my nursing degree or like I got like a, my lawyer degree or whatever business degree where people get and they complain like I've been applying to jobs for two straight weeks and I haven't gotten any I wanted to, I'm gonna tell you it took me over a year to get someone to even uh, look at me and I and I've I always get it by complete accident every time I want something I never get it every time I'm not even looking for it I always get it and it's and it's so stupid it's just ridiculous how someone comes to LinkedIn and they've got zero seconds of experience and then they, they complain and whine about it and then eventually within one second they get something. Anyway, and I made a lot of videos I have for uh, for Eleven Alive. One of the two of the things I've, I did that I am most proud of there 
were a video series. One was a Christmas series uh, where I did, I shot 12, uh, thir- I shot I shot 13 videos worth of, um, uh, what's it called? Of Christmas themed episodes uh, for the website. And then in uh, February of my last year, I think, I shot uh, one video a day and wrote one article a day, so two separate things, for Black History Month. It's called, uh, you can watch that on the portfolio, youtube.com slash Chad White, I think, or Chad C. White, one of those. Uh, and, and yeah, and all, the, and, and all the while, when I was in college and during this job, I started C plus comedy and, uh, well, C plus comedy is already going, but I've, I've been doing it. And so I've been getting interviews and, uh, with comedians and people of that nature and, and doing what I need to do, uh, for work and for, for pleasure. <laughs> so that's what I did for 11 alive. And I did other stuff too there. Um, I helped out with the uh, AJC Peachtree Road Race coverage. I helped out coverages for those years I was there. I helped out with uh, uh, other stuff I can't seem to remember. (laughs) All right. So after that, odd jobs here and there. But the next thing on my resume, because the odd odd jobs don't count. You might have heard my uh, sous vide has finished. My sous vide cook. I also did, uh, I went to the the Weather Channel as an associate producer, and I would, that's where I did, that's where I honed my craft for broadcast, uh, where I was, I was basically cutting video for, for broadcast, uh, and that was great, with the exception, and that was another job where I, I was like, hey, you guys need me work on Christmas? I'll work Christmas. You need me work Thanksgiving? I'll work Thanksgiving. Uh, people only seem to, or jobs rather, they only seem to remember the good parts, uh, when they're the good parts. And then when you make one mistake, they, uh, they say, we're not going to renew your contract, uh, weather channel, uh, I love it alive. <laughs> and, uh, I verified uh, daily show rundowns for accuracy and precision. I, um, uh, in fact, actually, you know what? I was reunited with a couple of uh, people who used to work at Eleven Alive, uh, which is so strange to see. Like, because you, you know, like you never expect to see like having like, oh, this person's here and they're an anchor here now and and all that stuff. Uh, you know what? I do remember uh, one 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 particular thing. Uh, actually, I have two particular things. Uh, <laughs> one particular thing. First day, day one. Literally walked into the office four a.m for their uh for their morning broadcasts uh jim cantor one of the nicest people uh i've ever met we were in a morning meeting standing in the hallway there's let's say like 20 people just standing there they're like getting ready for the for the show for the broadcast that's coming on in a couple of minutes and jim cantor sees me and he and he just looks and he goes hey you're new here what's up my name is jim cantor i was like oh my god that was so nice uh second story was uh there were there were two people at that job particularly very rude to me, and um, uh, I hate them with all of my heart, and <laughs> and that's what pushes me <laughs> to get to that stage and go, look at me, I won. <laughs> also at Eleven Alive, there were a, a bunch of anchors and a bunch of reporters who were, and the weather people, just uh, Every media personality was very nice. I'm friends with a lot of those people to this day. Uh, I just hate the management with a passion. 
<laughs> the next. <laughs> is this going to go on LinkedIn? <laughs> the next one is uh, I got an email about my taxes. <laughs> Everything is coming up, Chad. <laughs> next job after that was with uh, the Bounce TV, which would eventually, well, actually, which when I was hired, during that process, they were being purchased by the EW Scripps company, uh, both companies I hate with my heart. And <laughs> I was a post-production coordinator where I would uh, watch their shows and movies and and uh, things like that, make sure they're uh, set up for standards and practices, make sure that all FCC requests were uh, set, ready to go, make sure everything was followed by the rules, make sure the editing was done, uh, just coordinate with people with editors rather and, uh, and 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 look at daily production reports and and all that and uh, that was a that was a that was my first salary position and um, uh, it was fine I don't I mean and in particular that job was um, more bland than the other two because I came from news uh, that's not to say I didn't take anything away from it but it was definitely a departure from what I had previously done, and the the way I got that I uh, I'd gotten that job was I was at I was working at Starbucks at the CNN Center, in um, uh, in Atlanta, in here in Atlanta rather, and uh, and if you, oh boy if you want to be if you want to be humbled, <laughs> work a food service job. I've done retail, I've done food service, I've done gig, I've done literally every job under the sun, blue collar, white collar, no collar. I've done I've done everything. And uh but no collar, I was a stripper. <laughs> and um, uh that was close to it. I <laughs> close, close enough. I, I I remember that god that it, it stunk, but I I got I was I got a phone call. And you're not supposed to have your phone on the Starbucks floor. Uh, but also, I'm an adult, and I don't like to being told what to do. <laughs> and I got that call, and there had been a rush of like a field trip or something. And and then I and and I had to I and I, I was and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go see what this is. Probably like another bill collector, because baby, <laughs> I'm bad at math. <laughs> I got in that call and I and I went behind. If you've ever been to CNN Center, the Starbucks is literally in the middle of this giant atrium. And now it's not going to be CNN Center anymore because uh, Warner Bros. Discovery sold it off. Rightly so. They should have moved over to Techwood a long time ago. Um, but it uh, uh, I, it's right in the middle of the floor. So I got I got I left the register after the rush. And I and I pretended to go get cups that are right behind. <laughs> right behind the kiosk and I bent down I was like hello because <laughs> again you're not supposed to have your phone on the floor hello how can I help you and then uh, I remember the, the gentleman that hired me Duncan very nice guy uh, and uh, he was like uh, we, we want to do an interview I went great anytime please <laughs> uh, you know what actually before I got the um, the Warner Bros job I was I was working at a uh, a, a cleaners or dry cleaners uh, and not a, not like a good dry cleaners, like a neighborhood dry cleaners where uh, window like windows were cracked and doors were broken, and it was a whole uh, messy situation. And uh, I remember uh, getting that phone call. 
Oh man, I was so excited. I did, and at the time they were on a hiring spree, so I was lucky to get in there, um, uh, and that was and that was good. And then and then most recently I, I was just at Warner Bros Discovery, where I was a producer for the kids, young adults, and children. That was the job of a lifetime, and I hope that my lifetime is not over. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, where I would uh, just uh, you know track deadlines and deliveries of uh, key art trailers and other assets, literally reading off <laughs> what it was. It was great. That was it. I have nothing negative to say about that position, uh, unlike the first three. <laughs> Unlike the la- the three previous before that, I have nothing negative to say about Warner Bros. Discovery because I enjoyed it, yeah, with the exception of uh, uh, <laughs> some other things. Anyway, and that was and that's that's my main history, with the exception of C Plus Comedy, which is a website I've been running for nine years and seven months. It'll be ten years in uh, August. August. It'll that'll be ten years. Uh, and for, and for the first year I wasn't even doing interviews. And then one day I just got an email that said, Hey, Jad, would you like to talk to Jeff Tate or Dan St. Germain? Excuse me. No, both of them. Anyway, <laughs> I talked to those two guys in the first year and, and they were comedians that, uh, I'd seen before. And I said, why not? And here we are, uh, nine years and seven months later, I was still talking to <laughs> that level of comedian. <laughs> And also, you know, Craig Ferguson, SNL stars, Bobby Moynihan, uh, people of that nature. You can see all of that in my reel, uh, which is uh, live on YouTube.com. Slash slash Chad White? Not C plus Chad White. Plus Chad White. I don't know. Who cares? Um, I'm sorry my story is not as sad <laughs> as a as an influencer. Because sometimes you like pull up Instagram or like YouTube and somebody's like, I killed three deer to get into my life. I had I had Hodgkin's lymphoma as soon as I came out the womb. I swallowed eight marbles yesterday. I'm going to be the world's best LinkedIn influencer. LinkedIn influencer, excuse me. I'm going to be the number one LinkedIn influencer anybody's ever seen in this entire world. Producer, writer, LinkedIn influencer. <laughs> what else is going on? What else? What else? What else? <laughs> I got to let this go at least 30 minutes. <laughs> you really haven't realized I've been long been talking. Uh, what else about me? I work out. <laughs> you say the thing. I work out a lot. Five, six days a week, sometimes five, five days a week, six days a week from 4.30 a.m. until 8 a.m. or 7.30 a.m. Depends on what I'm doing and who I'm talking to sometimes. But you know what? I think I'm, I'm not think. I know. I know I'm the uh, best candidate for whatever job is out there. I'm going to be the best worker you've ever had. You'll see. You'll see, boys. That's from Rent. <laughs> Did I forget to tell you I'm educated? <laughs> I see plays. <laughs> What's the last play I saw? Uh, mean Girls. Mm-hmm. It's all the musical adaptation of Mean Girls. I'll be seeing Bruce Springsteen this Friday in Atlanta, Georgia, barring my death. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I paid a lot for this ticket. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm open to work. I'm hashtag open to work, as my profile says <laughs> on the photo. <laughs> hashtag open to work, baby. 
Uh, tagline says probably the best choice of all the choices. It's so funny. Like people take LinkedIn so serious. I think LinkedIn is the the most fake social media platform ever. It is it is insane how how like ungodly these people drink the Kool Aid of uh, of of LinkedIn. It's insane. It's so bad. It's so stupid. I think it's worse than TikTok. It's worse than uh, Instagram. It's worse than all of those. It's it's a it's. And we should be able to have fun. I should be able to come on here and, and, and talk about uh, a job and not be specific about how much I dislike the people in charge, UW Scripps. <laughs> I had, I, <laughs> the reason why I don't like Scripps and, and, uh, and my manager, not Duncan, the, the person that I eventually uh, ended up working under um, after the acquisition was because a week before me getting laid off in the, in the, like, this is, this is during the pan. This is like during, this is after the height. Like, like I was the, I was one of five people going in. I was, I, I, I did everything readily and, um, <clears throat> we had peaks in it and then, you know, valleys and all that stuff. But this is after people started coming in and things. And, um, uh, manager at the time we did, we did like our, our yearly reviews or whatever, not yearly reviews, but like the, what we wanted it was after the early review, so it was like in January, and what you want, what you expect from the following year, uh, from the next year, and we, and we did, we did mine, and then, uh, a, and I asked for like, I asked for a pay raise, and then, because uh, I, because no one else was coming in but me and like two and three other people, not even the managers were coming in, like it was just me and like, like, like two executives, and that was it, uh, and. And I looked her in the eye over the video camera and I was like, uh, hey, everybody's working from home. They get stipends for, you know, internet stuff. And I'm just, after taxes, I'm making, you know, less than 35000 or something like that. And, uh, or I did the math and I think it was like 29 or something like that. And she, she goes with like, with like just immediate answer, we'll see what we, like no, and no emotion. We'll see what we can do, blah, blah. And it's like, just gave me just like a, like a, a three second spiel. And then, uh, and I knew the company was doing well because they kept bragging to us about it. Uh, because the guy who sold the company got tens of millions of dollars uh, because she just got a pay boost and a new uh, promotion to a new job. Anyway, uh, and, uh, and then within like, so we, I had that meeting on like a Thursday or something. And then by Monday, she goes, uh, uh, oh, uh, hey, we're laying you off. <laughs> and I was one of like, I don't know, three people who were laid off, um, which is ridiculous. So I dislike that company. I dislike the people there, the people in charge. <laughs> and her, oh, I'm going to thank her in my speech for fueling my rage. That's not a joke. Uh, thank you for listening to the LinkedIn logs. You can, if you like this, and if you want to, if you listen to audio, uh, then go watch the video, cpluscomedy.com, or excuse me, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. If you want to see me sitting here, uh, I just put a pullover all over my, uh, <laughs> the white shirt I was wearing. Um, let's see. Uh, if you want to, if you want to see other, pod, listen to other podcasts and see them, Constitutionals is our premier podcast for the website. Uh, it's entertainment business news, but in long form, and I talk about it. And a new show coming out called, I don't know, 
this week in late night. I, f- I forgot what it was called. Yeah, this week in late night. It's the late late night show show. That's what, <laughs> this week in late night. The late late night show show. That's what that is. I chose to go with two titles, uh, and, I, and that'll be a video form too. So if you want to listen to it, search for those on wherever you get podcasts, and if you want to watch it, YouTube.com/slash/cpluscomedy. Head to the website cpluscomedy.com where all this stuff lives alongside news time, which is our premier news show. Um, it's like the daily show, but it's worse. Uh, and then if you want to hire me, hit me up on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Chad dash C dash white. That is me. Uh, you can see me sitting there with my hashtag open to work <laughs> picture. <laughs> And my banner that says Chad White, producer, writer, very cool guy. Uh, and my reel. You can see my reel at, Jesus, good Lord. Let me find this so I can stop giving the wrong URL. Uh, you can find the reel at youtube.com slash Chad Black White. There you go. Easy enough. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, C plus comedy. Um and yeah that's it that's the end of this the what is this called linkedin logs i have three shows <laughs> okay uh oh, i forgot there's no theme song i'm teeing up a theme song and there's no theme song well i guess we'll uh peter out to <laughs> i got an idea i got an idea we will peter out to one of the greatest songs in the history of the world, it is the one song that everybody loves. Here we go. This is so stupid. I don't do it myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Next time I'll plug it up to the computer <laughs> so we can hear it. <laughs> okay. Bye.